This is Bigger Pockets Daily, expert advice for real estate investors. If you like what you hear, check out biggerpockets.com. I think you'll find a warm, welcoming community, a wealth of data to help you make the best decisions, and calculators to help you analyze deals. We make the blog articles available on this show so you can absorb the information while you're organizing the garage or remodeling your bathroom on this Saturday. Okay, almost time for the show. We'll get right into it after this quick break. Did you know that short and medium-term rentals often offer double the cash flow compared to long-term rentals? Well, it's true. And rental retirement just made investing in them easier than before. Now you can buy fully turnkey short and medium-term rentals that are newly built or renovated, leased, and managed. Maximize your cash flow, appreciation, and equity while the rental retirement team takes care of all of it for you. Plus, their creative financing options like interest rate buy-downs can get you a rate in the low fives. And their investor loans let you buy multiple properties with as little as 5% down, not 20%. 5% down. But why buy with rental retirement? They're investors just like you and me and rock one of the highest reputations across bigger pockets with more five star reviews than any other company on our site. And I think that's a pretty big deal. To learn more, visit rentalretirement.com. That's rentretirement.com or text REI to 33777. Again, text REI. 33777 to learn more about how you can get started investing in some of the best cash flow markets today. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. I'm proud to offer premium wireless for just $15 a month. And I'm proud that we have thousands of five-star reviews from customers like Dan D in New York who writes, I am satisfied customer. How can this only be 15 bucks? He wrote it in all caps. I needed you to feel it like he feels it. I hope I did that justice, Dan. And I hope that you try Mint too at mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 for three months required. New subscribers only. Renew for 12 months to lock in savings. Additional taxes, fees, and restrictions apply. See mintmobile.com. You're trying to close on your next rental. So why is your insurance company dragging its feet? With long lead times and never-ending paper forms, it's no wonder it takes forever to finally get a policy. Modern investors deserve better. They deserve Steadily.com. At Steadily.com, you'll get fast, affordable landlord insurance available online 24-7 in just a few clicks. You can even get next-day coverage, which takes just minutes, by the way, to obtain. And you can do it all from your phone. Steadily was founded by landlords who created insurance products tailored to the unique needs of this industry. It's their sole focus, and that's why landlords nationwide consistently rate them 4.8 out of 5 stars. So whether you've got a single-family, short-term, or multifamily portfolio, Steadily.com can secure the best coverage at the best price to protect your properties. Discover how Steadily can save you both time and money on your rental property insurance. Visit Steadily.com for a commitment-free quote tailored to your needs today. How to slash your food bill in half and support good health by Craig Kurlop. Behind housing and transportation, food is an American's third largest expense at 12% of overall spending. In other words, a person who makes about $50,000 per year will spend approximately $6,000 on food. This number will vary based on the amount of people you are supporting. But for the average, single American, let's assume $6,000 per year or $500 per month. This podcast is going to show you a way to slash that in half. Yes, $3,000 per year, $250 per month, $8 a day, or $2.67 per meal, all while eating healthy. Although this podcast has been crafted with the 20-something-year-old American in mind, I believe that anyone 
in pursuit of financial independence, regardless of their familial status, can benefit from a few of the tips in this podcast. Eating in versus eating out. The single most important thing you can do to reduce your food bill is to reduce the amount of times you go out to eat. Studies show that 72% of Americans visit a quick service restaurant for lunch. We need to drastically reduce this number, not only for financial, but also for health reasons. First, let's tackle the health reasons, because without your health, well, you have nothing. Health. Okay, so a study by WebMD shows that people who eat home-cooked meals are less likely to be overweight, since home-cooked meals tend to consist of less fried food, processed sugars, soda, and trans fats. When you go out to eat, you often don't know what's in the food that's being prepared for you. So the probability is high that a part of that meal is killing you slowly. The salt and sugar in that special sauce, the carb-heavy bread, the cheese drowning in fat, the questionably cooked meat, etc. Not only is the food consumed not as healthy for you, but you also end up eating more of it. Studies also show that eating out has led to at least a 50% increase in calorie, sodium, and total fat intake. Yikes. Third, think back to your personal experience. How often do you finish your entire plate when going to a restaurant to get your money's worth? Whereas at home, you might throw any leftover food into a container to save for later. At a restaurant, taking things to go can be a bit of an inconvenience. You may not want to use an environmentally unfriendly styrofoam to-go box and carry the food around with you until you return home. That is, if you remember to take the food from the restaurant table. I do that all the time. Financial benefits. All right, so let's get into the financial benefits. Some numbers, if you will. So the rule of thumb in the restaurant industry is that the price of the meal will be three times the cost of the food. Right there, you already are spending at least three times as much as if you were to eat at home. Oftentimes, it's a whole lot more. So I recently went out with a friend. We ordered a salad with the ingredients being lettuce, carrots, chicken, avocado, cucumbers, tomatoes, and some other vegetables. The total cost? $17 after tax and tip. Duh. So let's compare this against the price. I'm um, okay. Asterisk there. It would cost me to make this exact salad at home without the 20% plus tip and tax premium. <laughs> One quarter of a pound of chicken, $3.18 per pound. There's the asterisk because prices vary, of course. Or 80 cents. Two, half an avocado at $1.25 each, 75 cents. Three, a quarter of a cucumber at a dollar each, 25 cents. Four, half a tomato at one dollar each, 50 cents. Five, a handful of shredded carrots, 40 cents. Six, a quarter of a head of lettuce at a dollar, 25 cents. Seven, balsamic vinaigrette dressing, a dime. These prices are based on U.S. averages, of course, and they have gone up since, I'm sure, the recording of this podcast. Anywho, when you add all of these ingredients up, you get about $3.05 to make the salad. In this scenario, I need to pay over five times the price to get the exact same meal. Is the restaurant salad five times better than mine? No. In this instance, eating that same exact meal at home would give me a 500% after-tax return through savings. Not bad, huh? 
So just to be clear, I'm not telling you to never go out to eat. Eating out occasionally is fine. Live your life. Be social. I just want you to be mindful of the impact restaurants have both on your health and your wealth, such that going out to eat is a secondary choice. So now that we know the superior way to eat is by cooking yourself, let's take it a step further, shall we? Here's how to save on groceries. So Aaron Chase from $5 Dinners is the expert on grocery savings. You can check out her site or even the Bigger Pockets Money podcast episode number three a while ago to learn a lot more about it. But I can give you the premise here. There are three opportunities for you to save before you go shopping, while you are in the store, and after you go out. Let's tackle all these together. Hmm? All right, so before you go into the store, think of grocery shopping kind of like a football game. It makes it more fun. You've got to prepare in order to win the game. As Ben Franklin once said, by failing to prepare, you are preparing to fail. At least we think he said it. It's just cool to say Ben Franklin said it, you know? We don't really know, I don't think. So, how do you prepare? Eh, it takes about 10 minutes. Download your grocery store mobile app and see what is on sale for this week. Yes, it changes every single week. Once you know what foods are at the best price, cater your weekly meal plan around these ingredients. For example, if chicken is on sale this week, purchase ingredients to make three or four different chicken-based meals. Or if you're okay with eating the same thing all week, then just buy the least expensive ingredients to make all of your meals. In the store. All right, so you're well prepared by this point. You know what you need, and now it's game time. Since this is where you actually spend your money, this is where you are the most vulnerable. The grocery stores don't really help with this either, because you ever notice how they make you walk past almost every single non-essential item before ever getting to the milk and eggs in the back corner of the store? The grocery store has a potent offense, but you have an impenetrable defense. To combat the grocery store's high-powered offense, one of my favorite Mr. Money mustache articles, Shopping With Your Middle Finger, should help. <laughs> but keep the gestures to yourself or you might get kicked out. In your head, just as you walk toward the milk, go ahead and flip off and secretly say, screw you, insert grocery product here. This is oddly satisfying, actually, so give it a try. Screw you, Oreos. Screw you, candy of all shapes and sizes. Screw you, 10 million different types of sugary cereal. You might get some stares, but it's kind of fun. All right, so the next thing is after you're out of the store. Game over. After a hard-fought battle, I hope that you've come out victorious by successfully completing steps one and two. Developing a grocery shopping plan and sticking to it by only grabbing what you need from the store. So after exiting the grocery store, there are a few apps that allow you to take pictures of your receipts and give you cash back based on the items you purchased. My favorites are Checkout 51 and Ibotta. Ibotta. Either way. It doesn't matter how you say it. It's I-B-O-T-T-A. And here's a pro tip. You can look at these apps as part of the preparation step and try to purchase either things on sale or things that you know you will get cash back for on whichever app you choose to use. This is where you get rewarded for sticking to the game plan. It's pretty awesome. So by only purchasing the items on your list, you can take the one to two minutes to save an extra few bucks on your overall grocery bill. 
I know this might seem like it's not worth your time, but let's do some quick math. If it takes you one minute to save $1, that task you just performed is a $60 per hour task, which translates to $125,000 per year. Obviously, doing this for every minute throughout the year is not sustainable, but if you can make $125K per year for one minute, why not do it, huh? One step further. The previous recommendations require a little overall lifestyle change, but if you're the type that likes to challenge yourself and continually push outside of your comfort zone, here's one substantial thing to do. Cut out meat. Oh, it pains me to even say it, but meat likely comprises 25 to 30% of your overall grocery bill. What if you just cut that out? I've taken on this challenge a couple times, although I usually don't cut it out entirely. I just don't buy meat at the grocery store. When I go out, which is kind of rare, I usually go ahead and reward myself with some meat. For me, this saves me 10 bucks to 20 bucks a week off my grocery bill, and I do enjoy the challenge, actually. I miss a good, juicy burger, so I just go have it sometimes. That's all. That's it. That's all I'm saying. And here's the conclusion. Let's wrap things up for today. So if you truly want to make an impact on your food expense, your first order of business should be to limit the amount of times you eat out at restaurants, bars, fast food joints, etc. If you do go out, make sure it's for the social aspect and try to just order an appetizer and some water. Keep alcohol to a minimum, of course. That's where restaurants make most of their money at your expense. 18 bucks for a martini? No! Once you have reduced the frequency that you go out, I then recommend tackling grocery shopping like you would prepare for a football game. Create your game plan with the X's and O's, stick to the game plan, and reap the rewards. By doing these two things, you will significantly decrease your food bill. <laughs> if you want to go to the next level, try challenging yourself by eating a plant-based diet. In the end, your belly will stay skinny your wallet will grow fat, and I hope that you will thank me. Bon appetit! All right, that's it for this show. But remember, we have a whole library of episodes with timeless information about how to grow your real estate portfolio so you can enjoy the life you were meant to live. Just tap all episodes in your podcast app or scroll back in the feed to check out an older but still evergreen show. Otherwise, dear listener, until tomorrow.